All right, welcome, welcome. My name is Pastor B. Wallace. And I'm Keontae McDonald, and you're tuning to Simplify Complexity, a relationship podcast. That's right. So we want to welcome you to another day, another podcast, no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing. We're always grateful that you can join us and, and be here with us. So Keontae, man, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, man. You know, we, uh, we, we're, we're podcasting from distance. Uh, yeah. But I'm doing pretty good, man. I can't complain. All right, right. Good to see you. I see you got, you know, kind of getting the beard in. You're trying to and, get like me on You know, I, I, of course, I haven't seen a barber. Uh, my, my beard hasn't seen a pair of clippers. So, you know, we just, we just, we just roughing it out. And I think that's what a lot of us are doing is uh, like, I actually literally cut my own hair um, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting actually pretty good at it. So I'm trying to decide, you know, if, I, if I'm going to keep um, doing that, you know, right. but, but I did want to show my barber some love. So I actually went ahead. It was weird. I cut my own hair and then sent him money. <laughs> right, right, right. I was right. like, man, how'd that work? Right. I'll cut my own you hair. Got, and I'm you got, you got to keep, you got to keep those barber relationships though. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. <laughs> All right, man. So um, our topic today, you want to let the people know what our topic is? Yeah. So today we're talking about what's love got to do. What's love got to do? Hey, got to do with it. Right. All right, man. So uh, for those that obviously we just kind of gave it away, but, you know, tell uh-huh. people a little bit about where that saying kind of comes from and, and uh, what were your thoughts when I said, let's, hey, let's do this topic. So where it comes from is, I don't know if most of you have seen, but there is a movie um, a long time ago, Angela Bassett starred in it. Um, it was a Tina Turner movie. It was called What's Love Got to Do With It? Um, and when you first sent that topic to me, I was like, okay, I, I actually didn't immediately think of Tina Turner. I just immediately thought, like, you know, where does love fit into the space of a relationship? Like, is it important? You know what I mean? Is it a really grounding foundation that all of relationships need, whether you're dating, whether you're married, whether it's friendships, you know, where does love fit into that role? Well, and, and that's a really great point because it, that's kind of a, a place where Tina Turner went. And um, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that your reference went to the movie versus to her life and, you know, and her, her songs right. and her albums. You know, and I, I guess for some people, they only know Tina Turner from like a movie and others yeah. know her from, you know, actually being on tour, kind of like uh, Beyonce or something. So, um, mm-hmm. but, but the thing is, is that in life, I think many of us have different philosophies as far as how we view love with inside of relationships. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, we're going to kind of actually talk about those reasons, is we can come to a place with inside of our lives where we begin to say, okay, this is how I see love as a result of several different things. And some people, they come to a point in their lives where they feel like, well, what is love really with inside of relationships? And yeah. love kind of becomes this thing that takes a back seat. Love becomes this thing that plays like the... Uh, uh, second fiddle. Um, and, and, and is that the case? Does, does love have anything to do with it? How relevant, how important is love? Um, and, and that's kind of some of the things we're looking at. So what, what are your thoughts there, man? Uh, I think, well, I think it's going to be a great topic, number one. Um, but number two, man, uh, just, you know, just that idea of even just love playing a backseat. And I think especially like for my generation and younger people, we kind of just set on this facet of like, well, as long as we like, uh, trust it. The word trust gets used a lot. Or you know, as long as we trust each other, as long as there, as long as there's loyalty in the relationship or the friendship, you know, what I mean, what you know, why do we need love? But you know, does trust and loyalty fit in that scope of love? Does that fit in that pattern? Fit in that area? So yeah. All right. Well, well let's go here, man. Let, let's ask the question. Questions to you, man. What's love got to do with it, bro? 
Man, for me, love has everything to do with it. You know, when I just think about love, number one, just coming from, you know, my foundation and my basis of background, um, when we come, when we just think about Christ, when we think about Jesus, um, we just think about his love and, you know, the love that God had for us to send his only son down here to be sacrificed for our sin. So when it comes to love in any of my relationships, whether it's my marriage to my wife or, you know, my friendship, with my close friends, love is the basis for everything. Because what do I have in these relationships if I don't have love in the beginning, if I don't have that laid out as a foundation? Right. Well, and here's the thing. I actually said the exact same thing. I really felt like, you know, love has everything to do with it. Love is, is, is critical. And, and, and here's one of the things I put on my notes is when you're talking about uh, relationships, love is the, the center of not just romantic relationships, but love is the, the center of all relationships. And, and, and so, you know, how can people get to a point to where they can feel like, OK, what does love have to do with it? I'm going to lessen the, the impact of, of love with inside of relationships. And there are really two things that I felt like people can come to in, 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 in a place in their lives where they feel like, OK, what does love have to do with it is two. And you, you give me your thoughts. I don't know if, if, if you have some more that you wanted to chime into it, but are we mixing love with lust? And I feel mm. like sometimes we can begin oh. to feel like what does love have to do with it because we're mixing the two. There's a difference right. between love and lust. And so that, right. that's one of the points, and we could kind of build on that. But the second one is, have we allowed hurt to warp our view and understanding of love? And those are kind of two things that I, I wrote down. Do you have any thoughts on those, man? Uh, yeah, those, first off, those are two great points. Um, starting on the first one, when we think about the, the, the difference between love and lust, oh, man, I think that that's, that's one of the greater ones, because right now we're living in an age where everything is kind of surface. We're looking at Instagram and Facebook, and we're seeing, you know, off filters and, and all type of things of that nature. So when we look at a person or when we meet a person, we're looking at how they look at first, how we're attracted to them physically and, you know, things of that nature. And that, by all means, is lust. And sometimes we fall into the idea of how someone looks and how attracted they are to us and think that this is the grounding from our relationship. I can't, you know, this this has to work because I'm just so attracted to this person and they look this certain way or whatnot. But that quality of lust and, and, and thinking of that, that isn't going to get you very far when it comes to carrying a relationship, when you're replacing that where love needs to be. No, I mean, and, and, and that's a great point. And that's where, you know, we're really challenged with. And that's why I think people are really going to be blessed by what we're sharing today and what we're going to talk about is because it's so important that we do understand, you know, what is love and how are we defining it? And, and so when love is more of an emotion and that, that kind of goes back to that whole song <laughs> is, you know, but a secondhand emotion. Well, if, if all love is for you is just an emotion, if all love is for you is just euphoria or excitement, then that does begin to play tricks on us. And there, there's moments where, because have you ever been in a situation where your excitement for something actually led you down the wrong path? Mm-hmm. Where, you're, where you, what you thought was good, your euphoria kind of sets you down the wrong path. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and that's kind of where we can feel like, well, wait a minute, love is actually something I need to be careful of because love can trick me. Exactly. I mean, think, exactly. I mean, think about that for a moment. If, if I really feel like, wait a minute, love has kind of gotten me into really bad situations or I've made bad choices from love. Now, my view of love is, is like, really, I'm skeptical of it. 
And therefore, it's this thing that I have to say, okay, let me set this aside and not allow myself to be moved in and out of situations because sometimes my excitement for something, which aka we quoted it as love, right? My, yeah. my love got me hooked up with this guy, got me hooked up with this girl. And all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, I, I need to, love is just a secondhand, but what does it got to do with it? Let me take it out of it and let me make decisions not based off of love. Exactly. Let me, let me dive wrong. deeper into this. You know, like, like, let me dive deeper into the and get the full details because even on the very most minuscule level, you know, for example, we can go to a car dealership and be like, man, this, this all white Mercedes, man, I, I love it. I, I just got to have it. I love it. You know what I mean? You sign the papers, drive it off the lot, get home. You, you, you sit with it for about a week and you like, man, what, what did I do? What did I you get into? I mean? Like, why, why? I can't afford this. I can't do this. Right. And so that's where, right. and that's where we have to understand that when we talk about love, don't mix love with euphoria. Don't mix mm -hmm. love with lust or excitement. And yes, when you talk about excitement, we got to be careful about our euphoria. We got to be careful about our lust. We, we don't want to be driven in and out of relationships by lust. But love is more than that. Love is an action. Love is a verb. Love is unconditional. Right. Love is sacrificial. So it's not euphoria and excitement, but rather it's something that I choose to do and I'm conscious exactly. of it. And it's something that I'm, I'm taking time to, to fight for. And I, I think we have like our favorite, I don't know if you wrote it down, but you know, you, you got your love chapter. You got, did you bring it up? Yeah. Uh, All right, yeah, go, go, go man, break, break it down up. for us, man. Go through so the love we, chapter. All right. So, we, so we're at first Corinthians chapter 13, uh, verses four through seven. And it says, love is patient. Love in kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Yeah. Well, so let me build on that. Let me, let me kind of talk about some of those things that you're talking about. So as we talk about love is patient. And so, again, that's, mm -hmm. that's an action. That's not, that's not lust. That's not something that you're just rushing into, but rather love is patient. Love is kind. Love hopes. That's something you need. Relationships need hope. Relationships need, I really like this one. Um, love is not envious or it's not insisting on its own way, right? Right, right. And, and here, oftentimes, lust and self and euphoria, it's all about me. It's all about self. And so, therefore, lust isn't patient. Mm -mm. Lust sometimes isn't kind. It's just all about me. Lust is not thinking about the other person. Lust is only thinking about me. And so that's where we have to separate the two and understand, wait a minute, love, true love is sacrificial. Love hopes all things, believes all things. It endures all things. And, and that's what we have to really be mindful of. That's what we really have to see. Did you have any thoughts on that? I say exactly. And that's that key word, that last word you said, endures all things. When we think about the difference between lust and love, lust is only for about a moment. You know what I mean? Love is all enduring, meaning it's going the long route. You know what I mean? It's, it's there for the long haul. Lust is just of like, ah, uh, you know, you look you look so good to me today, but a year from now, uh, you know, you don't look as good as when I first met you. You know what I mean? And that's the that's the moment, that's the time frame that lust holds versus love. So. Well, no, so I want to build on that because now that actually takes us to the second point that I brought up, which was we can allow hurt to mm. warp our understanding of love. 
Mm-hmm. And, and so therefore you do have a group of people that they have been hurt. And as a result of that hurt, and, and Tina Turner is a, is a great example of that, she didn't have that view of love until after she had an abuse of love. Right. But here's the thing. Was it really love that abused? Right. So in her mind, it was this person who was saying, I love you. So therefore, it was her understanding of someone under their pretense, right? So someone exactly. is saying, I love you. It was basically Ike, you know. You know so, yeah, so Ike, Ike was like, baby, I love you. But then Ike at the same time was like, I mean, literally physically putting her hand. And, and so she began to associate love with abuse. With mm-hmm. But I would actually say this, was that ever really love? Mm-hmm. See, he was saying he loves her. Right. But his actions, because we just said that love is an action, his actions showed different. So therefore, in her hurt and in her pain, she came to a place to where she couldn't separate what he said was love with what actual love was. So, so exactly. the, the hurt and what she had experienced had now warped her understanding of what love is because someone under the pretense of love was actually abusing what love is. Exactly. Deep. Man, is that, that go ahead, man. What you got to think on that? Hey, that's real deep. You know, and thinking about that, man, I want to quote, I want to quote something that you always say. We cannot fall for the okie doke. You know what I mean? Because in that, in, in that pattern, in what you just said, all he continued to do was say, I love you, I love you. And so just like you said, she's associating that abuse with love. So now in the future, when she comes across someone who's actually genuine, who actually wants to show her real love, it's foreign to her. You know what right. I mean? She doesn't know. You know what I mean? And we, we can put ourselves in, in her shoes. When someone shows us genuine interest and someone shows us how they genuinely care about us and love about us, it becomes foreign to us. And we're like, whoa, hey, wait, wait a minute. You know what I mean? This, this ain't the type of love I know. You know what I mean? Or I think I know. You know what I mean? So, man, this, that's just a lot. But we have to really, like I said, we can't fall for the okie doke, and we have to really come to understand what love is. And that's where what, what I've been saying this whole time is just having that foundation, having that base of knowing what true love is, just in a relationship with Christ. You know, what I mean, having the example of 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 just of Jesus and God, like, and just knowing what love is and what true love is, even just the scripture that we talked about, First Corinthians chapter thirteen, knowing what that passage is talking about and how love is patient and kind. That's the basis. That's the grounding for what we know love to be, not these other things that are abusive and toxic. And and you actually bring up a great point. And I I think this is a great way to kind of begin to close is that as we're trying to better understand love, what better Mm -hmm. place to seek that understanding than the author of love? And that is Christ. And, And so therefore, Jesus says this. I want you to love one another as I have loved you. So in mm-hmm. order for us to really understand the depths of love, in order for us to really understand what love is, then we have to actually take time to understand Christ. And as we begin right. to understand Christ, as we begin to understand the fullness of Christ and, and who he is and what he did and how he lived and how he loved, now we actually come into a fuller knowledge of what love is. And so if yeah. you really want to grow in your love and your actions of love and in your understanding of love, then I challenge you to to better understand and grow in your relationship with Christ. Exactly. Like I said, that's the, and that's the greatest thing that we can do. That's the greatest example that we have of what love is. Because so often, so many times, you know, male or female, we just end up becoming, you know, 
doormats for people or just getting used and abused, you know, and just really not having any thought about it because we're somewhat almost like kind of lack of a better word, like brainwashed. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all we know. That's all we ever know. So we just feel comfortable in that space. But that's toxic. You know what I mean? Abusive. That that's abusive. Right. You know, and just really and, it's, and it's not love. Exactly. Coming to know who the author of love is, coming to know who love is will give us a much broader and greater understanding of what love is. Now, I, I want to kind of also say this, because this is a little bit of a perspective um, as we kind of come to a close. And I want to get your last thoughts, not just on this, but on anything you might have, is mm. sometimes people can say, what does love have to do with it? Because we kind of listed two reasons, but there's a third reason. A third reason is because people aren't really seeking love. Mm-hmm. See, in the other ones, people are seeing love, but as a result of a warped view of love, of, of rather of hurt, or they, they have a different definition of what love is. But then you have another group of people where they really are just kind of looking kind of to, to get theirs. They're not, they're not looking to settle down. They're not looking to, for that commitment. They're not looking to sacrifice. And, but then it actually goes back under the point A, that's all about lust. It's all about self. Exactly. And that's not about love. So, so I, I just want to kind of, some people have that mindset where, that's their approach because they really aren't looking for love. They don't want love. And that's where we have to guard our hearts. Now, I think this topic in this discussion is really going to help people to understand, you know, what they're feeling, what they're thinking, what is their understanding of love? And then also challenge other people and say, okay, what are you thinking? And what is your understanding of love? But that's great because, you know, especially for, you know, our singles and people that are dating, you want to have a good, good grasp on this because, like I said, you don't want to fall for the okie doke. You don't want to look at someone or, or, you know, give someone all this time when at the end of it all, all they're just looking for is a good moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you're trying to establish something that's meaningful, you know what I mean? When you're trying to establish actual foundation of love that's going to lead into marriage and become something forever. That's, you know, that's why it's so great to get this data collected and, you know what I mean, all that. Because once you do that, you come to understand, like, you're, okay, I, I see what you're looking for. I can... Yeah, I can see what you're kind of going for, and that's not. Yeah. You know what? This actually brings up a topic we should possibly do, and that's, you know, really just saying, what are the tough questions? Or why do we struggle asking the tough questions? Because yeah. I think this subject and, and asking somebody of love and, and where they're trying to go is sometimes, we don't sometimes want to ask those tough questions, or we don't ask those tough questions. And, and so I think that's something that we can uh, talk about for a, a future topic. Oh, most definitely, yeah. I think, I think that'd be good and helpful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, you have any last thoughts, man? Um, just like I said, man, it's the same thing is uh, I just want to reiterate again, quoting the great uh, Brian Wallace, do not fall for the okie doke. You know, I mean, check your space, check your area, check your surroundings. If something is coming into your space and your situation and it's looking like love, we have to continue to dig deeper into the details, collect that data so that you can see if a person or something is genuine enough to really, you know, try to fulfill what love is, or if you're just falling for the hype. You know what I mean? So that's my last and, and, and so I will want to say that, um, you know, that, that saying has been around long before me. Now, the saying that I am starting to coin <laughs> now is don't fall for the oh no. And then that okay. has to do with Nehemiah, because that, that was really cool. Because uh, so if you go back and read Nehemiah chapter six, the enemy tried to trick Nehemiah to go to oh no to meet. And, and so right. Nehemiah was like, I ain't going to the, I ain't going to, oh no. And so I think that's going to be my new thing is, is like, oh no, to the no, you know, yeah, <laughs> yep. I, I ain't right. doing that one, man. <laughs> all, right, all right, that's good, that's good. All right, man, you want to close this in prayer? Oh yeah, man, no problem. 
Uh, Father, first and foremost, Lord, we just thank you, Father, for just this podcast, Father. We thank you for our listeners, Father, and just continuing to allow us to just, you know, talk to people, Father, to be used as vessels, Father, to just help people walk through their friendships, Lord, their, their dating, their courting, Father, their marriages, Father, um, and just to lend a hand in that area, Father. We ask that you just bless all of those, Father, who tune in today, Father. As we talk about what does love have to do with it, Father, what does love, what's love got to do with it, Father? Love, Lord, we know that love has everything to do with it, Father. You are love, Lord, and what you've done for us and what you continue to do for us every day, showing us fresh mercy, Lord, showing us fresh grace, Father. That is love, Lord. And Father, we just ask that you just help those, Father, who may have a warped view of love, Lord, or may be, you know, falling for a trick, Father, something that is just an illusion of love, Lord. Lord, just allow them to know and come to know you, Father, know what true love is, Father, just to find that basis and that foundation of what love is, Father, so they know how to move forward, Lord. So we just thank you, Lord, for all that you've done, Father, what you continue to do, Lord, and things that you're going to do, Father. It's in your son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. Don't forget to go to the website, Simplify Complexity. There you can learn more information about us. We have other uh, websites. Hit that subscribe button. Please subscribe, subscribe. Um, we're on YouTube as well. And, and so if you want to go to YouTube, you can actually um, just type in Brian E. Wallace on, on, in the YouTube. And or you can get a link from uh, our website at simplifycomplexity.org. Um, we're so glad that you're able to join us and, and to be here. Share this with a friend, right? Just right now, as, as we're coming to an end, share it with somebody. Somebody needs to hear what we were talking about. Somebody needs to be encouraged by what we were uh, sharing today. And it will really bless them and strengthen them, not only in their relationship, but just in their understanding of love and, and as they're in, their, in their pursuit of love. All right. God bless you. God keep you. Until next time. It doesn't matter where you're from or who you be. East coast, west coast, it doesn't matter to me. Up north, down south, we're all family around the world or across the seas. You can be Dutch, German, French, African, Jewish, Slavic, Greek, Italian, English, Portuguese, Asian.